Bottoms up. Hello everybody, we're back again with episode 37.5 on your FM dial. <laughs> uh, we, we are doing a special episode. Uh, uh, we are broadcasting on the portable one-shot studio in, uh, with a special guest, Andy Buku. Baku, yeah. Baku, I'm sorry. Oh, you're okay. Uh, he is the proprietor, owner of Wolverine Market in downtown Port Huron, Michigan. And uh, we'd like to welcome you to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Oh, terrific. Glad to, yeah, glad to be here. This is awesome. Yeah. We've uh, been trying for a little while to coordinate this and glad it finally happened. Well, and we are right here in the store. Yes. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> if there are interruptions, uh, please excuse us as Andy's got a place of business to run. Yeah. We'll make it work. Yeah, we will, for sure. We will make it work, for sure. Um, what we're going to do is... Uh, start up with beer yeah this was uh and andy was uh very generous in uh providing the libation some libation for us tonight actually it's just distilled water in there we just make it look like beer <laughs> <laughs> uh well according to untapped this is like 9.5 or something so nine nine yeah nine, so, nine, nine. well we'll drink it we'll drink it slow Mm. Not, not quite as strong as the underground mountain we had a few weeks ago. Uh, no, that's a 12. You have that in your cooler as well. I, we highly recommend it. The Sumatra? Uh, was it Sumatra from Founders? Yes. Okay. I think, yeah. Okay. So this is the uh, a tribe called Zest. You know, when you said um, 37.5 on your FM dial, there's an actual AM FM dial on the label here. Ah, did you, did so you know that? No, no, I did <laughs> Before not. Before you no. saw that? Just trying to think of something clever to say. It's, it's pretty neat, yeah. Uh, this is from Shorts Brewery. It's a double Indian, uh, double India Pale Ale. Uh, it's got all kinds of flavors in it. There's the grapefruit that I can taste. And Seville Orange Zest. Mm. Seville in capital S. So that's something regional, I guess. Just real quick, Andy, what, when we do our beer reviews... We just make some comments, our impressions about them. And one thing we, we'd never want to do is be negative about a beer because there's beers out there for everybody. So we normally rate them from the, the standpoint is, would you order another one after having one? Is it so, for you or not for you? you so know, you don't want me to say nothing else. bad about this beer? <laughs> this, beer this beer is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and you can purchase it, right, at Wolverine yes. Market, downtown Port Huron. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right though. I, I like that uh, because um, everybody has a different palate mm -hmm. and uh, we don't, what I don't like, you know, it's it somebody else will like. So right, I mean, if, if, if a customer, you know, came up with a six pack and you particularly didn't like that beer, you probably wouldn't say, oh, I don't like that, you know, <laughs> you're figuring that he likes that or she likes that. Yeah, t typically um, we like to taste and, and we taste so much beer just like you guys like to have okay. fun and, and do that. and. Um, you know what I like and what somebody else likes is completely different. So we'll we'll describe the beer to them mm. and give them the flavors and let them make the decision. Yep, yep. So that's yeah, exactly that's the way the way we do it's it. It's fun. Yeah. So what uh, thoughts there, Fred? Silly man. It's an IPA. <laughs> it's high alcohol. I live on IPA. It's high alcohol. <laughs> no, I I really like this. I I don't think it's that bitter at all, and I I love the citrus flavors, and I can tell already this is for me. I don't have to wait for a half bottle. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it's for me, absolutely. Uh, I will compare to a two hardest. I think mean, that's kind of like the standard for Michigan IPAs. I think the bitterness is actually toned down a little bit, but the fruit is more evident there. 
Yeah, I think the fruit is. Yeah. I mean, the, the the zest, the orange zest, yes, really jumps there. out at me, almost as much as the the grapefruit. It's it's got a lot going on to it, and I think that uh, the beer is very solid. It's mm-hmm. it's got that metal palate that you know the bitterness from the hops, you know, makes you want to take another sip. And and you're right, all those other different flavors coming in, you know, maybe like whether it's um, uh, tangerine or orange, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 coming really good. And it, and it finishes clean. Yeah, it does. You're it finishes right. Finishes clean. It does. It does. So probably four me's all around. All right, that's all good. right, that's awesome. Good. That's, that's a slogan. <laughs> 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 now, bottoms up is there a slogan? Oh, so. bottoms up it is. Yeah, yeah, that's no, right. Bottoms. Oh, bottoms. Bottom. 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 <laughs> all right, sounds good. We'll get that straight. <laughs> um, so, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, I guess, maybe how the store came to be, uh, um, and, and then we'll get into kind of the main reason we're here promoting the the beer fest yeah yeah well the beer festival coming up uh, not this weekend next weekend saturday the 28th at kiefer park and um really my story is i come from a uh, grocery background so my family uh, when we moved to marysville uh, from detroit uh, we ran uh, marysville food center so we were in the grocery business for oh my gosh probably 15 years or so uh, one of the only grocery stores in town but then when we sold that moved to uh, Port Huron in 91 and bought the store. The store was very small, um, typical party store. Yep. And we uh, had the opportunity for the store next door that was empty. Uh, Miller Maytag was there. We were across the street and ultimately talked to the landlord that owned the same building and decided we were going to move And that's there. still this location? This was across the street. Okay. Uh, that would have been, yeah, like back in 1991. And uh, so we expanded the store and added more groceries. But of course, the first thing we did was add more beer. And at the time, <laughs> you know how to move product. <laughs> at the time, we didn't have any wine. You know, not not much of a, a selection. But um, our most popular craft beer at the time was like uh, Oberon. Right. And mm-hmm. so um, that was we, way back in the beginning. We, we were um, uh, originally it was all European beers. So it was Belgians, Germans, English. Uh, the, the whole works. It was all the, whatever fancy stuff we can get, we, we brought it in. So it was a lot of German um, Weiss beers and Dunkels. And, you know, so I yeah. think that's when, you know, that kind of helped develop the American palate for craft beers was having those, you know, different European beers. Um, you know, I, I remember uh, in Kalamazoo drinking Hocker Shore and, you know, like, oh, this is really special. You know what I mean? And it has so much more body to it. Sometimes it was just bitter, but it would have that body to it and, and wasn't just the vanilla domestic sure. beers. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole idea was just to um, take the uh, store into a different direction. And I personally like to eat and drink different things. So we ventured out and, and we looked at um, whatever there was out there. And at the time, you know, a lot of people knew about uh, German beers because people in the service uh, that would come, they were just all so happy. Uh, we would. The distribution was really lousy, so we'd have to go way out of the county, different counties, whether it was Grand Rapids, whether Ann Arbor and stuff, for, for people to bring in only five cases of something. And so beers that probably nobody even remembers, maybe some of the diehards would remember, like um, 
the one uh, cider was called Woodpecker from England. We used to carry cider. Another beer, which is kind of cool, is called Watney's Red. McEwan Scotch Ale. I mean, you know, those beers were just just like amazing. You know, we can just Grolsch, one of the old ones. Well, you know, between the Grolsch and Heineken, and you know, so some different things from you know all the Oktoberfest we can find, all the German beers we can find, all the Australian beers that we can find, and then of course since Bell's. Jumped in on the bandwagon. We, you know, every time they released um, Oberon, we would have a big stack of it, and we kind of built that reputation. And then slowly, you know, things started to move. And um, we, you know, not to brag, but um, according to our distributors, they tell us that we are the number one account in selling. You know, hmm. say for instance, if it's Bells or if it's Founders or if it's Outside or, if it, you know, and and that's fine. You know, because we we build that reputation, we make it a destination. You know, one of the things that, that I think is challenging on the craft beer side is the distribution model. You know, there's lots of breweries out there making beer. How, how do they actually get them? How, how do you get those products to your shelves? Um, because it used to be, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, the whole distribution market was owned by the major large domestic distributors. And they either carried your stuff or they didn't and controlled all, all grocery and retail outlets. So, you know, say... You know, I can only I, right, you know, the larger ones, but say like a Pigeon Hill or something like sure, that. Sure. How do they get their beers to market? How do you find out about them? Um, of course, beside there's few a uh, few outlets on the internet that, you know, whether it's Shankin News or the Market Watch or you know a few other publications, and including you know uh, the Michigan uh, Brewers Guild, mm -hmm. and of course the salespeople that would approach us and and the distributors. Every county has its own, you know, in the state of Michigan, you cannot go outside, outside the county. Uh, or you can if you just go and pick up the stuff yourself. But the distributor cannot come outside the county and say, for instance, our local uh, Budweiser or Miller's or, you know, they can only do St. Clair County. Wow, and if okay, we, if had no we, idea. Yes, and if we need something, uh, say, from Grand Rapids or Ann Arbor, then that distributor will sub... Uh, uh, you know, job the the beers. I would sell it, or our distributor will buy it from another distributor through that channel and then bring it to us. So, are the large beer distributors are they helping get craft beers to market, or are there craft beer distributors? Like, you know, how how do most of them operate? Yeah, that that's a good one. Um, there is so many. There used to be so many small distributors at the time that would only distribute, say, maybe ten or fifteen different kinds. Ah. And then over the years since we've been in business, I. I have uh, so many names that, are, that I've forgotten, so they got gobbled up by a bunch of different ones. Mm -hmm. And so their specialty would have been German beers, their specialty would have been, you know, uh, maybe s small micro. And then as, as the Michigan beer uh, started to jump up on the scene, and then you got Colorado and California and, mm -hmm. and other places, there is, I mean, so much beer out there. Right. I wasn't even thinking of the out-of-state guys, I'm just thinking of the Michigan beers. Sure. So, you, you know, how... how how do you find out about beers in, in you know, Oregon? It's, the distributor locally will t come in and they'll say, okay, so we picked up a new line of beer. All right, this is from Oregon, you know, this is the yeah. story and, and, and so forth and so on. So the sales reps themselves are the ones telling us that what's, what's new. Or the consumer, uh, they will come in and they will tell us, you know, uh, hey, Andy, can you get this? Can you get this? Okay, let me check into it. So we'll try to find out if there's distribution. 
Um, Yingling is a perfect example. It does not exist in the state of Michigan, which is just a basic, simple beer. Yes, yeah, garage it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just we just reviewed Yingling maybe three episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. nice yeah. nice beer. You know, it's it's um, everybody wants what they can't have. But yeah. We try to tell our customers, and we we get so many calls, it's unbelievable. And and so we have the lowdown. And like I said, you know, between the information uh, via internet or salespeople, or we go to so many different shows, not only you know just beer shows that the distributors put out, and you would go and find out what's new, and you meet the people that are bringing in the beer and distributing the beer. And the the other one you can go to say Michigan Brewers Guild, which mm -hmm. promotes um, you know uh, the a lot of the Michigan beers. So we get a chance to talk to some people, hand out business cards, and we ask them whether you know they're in in our county or not. If not, can they send us stuff or can they um, can we work a distribution channel through that? And so there is so much stuff going on. So the entire. <laughs> The entire beer scene has changed so much over the years, and and so we used to get stuff from Colorado, stuff from Utah, stuff from um, Oregon, California, all these other places. So the beer was on fire, and now the market is changing, and you guys probably know this too, is that the consumer is being more loyal to their state beer industry. I, I think that's very true. I think that as each, especially the states that do really well with craft beer, Michigan is one of those states. Sure. And there's so many choices just in Michigan beers, you know, uh, you know, I don't expect, you know, my local party store to have, you know, lots of beers from Oregon and Colorado and, you know, Vermont, uh, even though those are great beer states, sure, you know, but the choices are kind of endless here in, in Michigan. I mean, I, you know, we, we've done now 70 beers or so that we've uh -huh. reviewed um, in the last like nine months and, uh, you know, we're not even scratching yeah, the surface. Yeah, we scratch the surface. That's right? about it. They, they, and I also think that presents a challenge for you. You only have so much space. I mean, you have this is a good-sized party store. Sure. And, you know, but how do you, you... You have the challenge of keeping the assortment fresh, but then also having the stuff that people liked, right? <laughs> uh, that's, that's a great point you made about um, keeping the beer fresh. The consumers today are smarter. Uh -huh. um, of course, they have their phones or their smartphones. Uh, in their hands and they're checking all kinds of scores and stuff um, I wish that they would ask us because we try everything and uh, but it doesn't matter because you know now you have untapped and you have been vino or yep. the vino and all mm -hmm. these other you know I'm also a certified sommelier so you know my experience is uh, knowing about beer wine liquor you you name it great wine um, selection here at Wolverine Market thank you mm -hmm. yep yep and and it, the challenge to keep so much variety and to keep it fresh it is a challenge, and um, uh, my son Nate does a great job. And and actually, we reduce beer before it even gets, you know, uh, to a point where you can't drink it. And we reduce it to uh, give the consumer um, a price break. They enjoy that. At the same time, we keep the product moving. Keeping the beer fresh is very important. Not only we have a challenge, the distributors have a challenge. Yes. That. Yep. And uh, they they. A lot of the distributors that were basically more domestic beer, it was really a challenge for them because that was their bread and butter. But once the beer started to go and they realized that not only they can make a better profit, they can also put themselves on the map. And by, you know, there, there's a fight out there in trying to bring in the latest and the greatest. Uh, the consumers are very smart today. Uh, they like to ask a lot of questions. They want to know what's going on. With our beer festival, 
when we bring in our volunteers or we bring in the sales reps from founders or shorts or bells or any of those people we want to make sure that the main purpose of the beer fest is to educate the consumers and um, we've been doing you know beer tastings wine tastings for a long time and um, not only people have fun but the main objective is to educate mm -hmm. have fun explore every possible new item out there you know because there's so much out there you want to put it in, in front of the consumer and then they will say wow i didn't know this existed or i didn't know so they're always discovering yeah. something i don't know if the craft beer uh, connoisseur or the craft beer snob or whatever is necessarily loyal right i mean because we try right i mean you know we're we're, we're we like craft beers mm -hmm. but um you know, we're willing to always try new things, and I, I would imagine that that's probably typical of craft. You know, you know, we don't just find the one and say, "Okay, I'm gonna," you know, "I'm gonna drink Two Hearted forever," right, or Oberon forever. Right. You know, I would say I'm only loyal to Michigan beers, and that's about it. I've really become loyal to Michigan. Yeah. I, I sometimes wonder why would I buy something that's not a Michigan beer? Did you tell Andy that before the recording that we just did Michigan beers? Did you? No, no, I don't know. If we that that, that point was kind of overlooked. When we started this and we had the idea, the bottoms part was like bottoms up, like you said. So we wanted to combine beer with our podcast. In the first show, we just kind of like, I don't know, let's well, grab what, what do we, we have fridge? Yeah. I, I think it was Sam Adams. Yeah. 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 And then by the second show, we said, no, this is a Michigan show. We should only do Michigan craft beer. And I don't even know if at the time we were totally aware how much was out there because we hadn't really looked into it. I think there was a, a certain period of time in the, in the winter that we thought, okay, is it going to be harder to find beers that we haven't reviewed? And that was really naive <laughs> because now I have a hard time finding beers that we have reviewed, <laughs> you know, because they're always changing so quickly. It's, it's, it's endless. It's, it's amazing because there for a while, I mean, even, even right now, the consumer is crazy, in my opinion. I think you know, like, what do you, what do you got that's new? What do you got that's new? It's just like, come on, guys. I mean, you know, like, how many different IPAs are you gonna? Yeah. You know, it's just like how many. Yes. So, so the the beer scene continues to evolve as everybody's saying, okay, the IPAs are gonna like wean down or whatever. You know, so so the sour beer mm -hmm. out there, there's a huge, um, you know, sections of them, but not everybody is very. Um, say they they don't certain people like sour beers you know yeah. this is just very unique I mean I enjoy everything and I, and I, I explore everything and um, uh, say the Jolly Pumpkin or you know the Brewery Vivant guys um, Odd Side makes different stuff everybody is making um, all kinds of uh, different sour or Flemish style Flanders and um, they are really unique. These beers are really unique, and uh, you are right, though. If you are if you are exploring Michigan beer, you got you got plenty yeah, of time to go. It's a long <laughs> and, um, it's it's, um, it's interesting because now you know the loggers, okay, are coming in, or pilsners, or session, uh, because w what is happening? Beer does taste good. And it tastes so good that everybody's worrying about calories. Okay. <laughs> so there's always this, and and uh, and we're I, more I guess, worried about ABV. And, and, that's, yeah. <laughs> and, and and that that also translates to yeah, alcohol, you know, sugar versus you know mm -hmm. calories. So so good beer is meant to be enjoyed, and I think um, you know more and more people are getting constantly educated. Yeah, I always say you know 
to drink 16 beers or 12 beers or whatever, that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, there's a beer for every season. Just like um, when I started in this business and as I see what's going on, I've always said that Michigan and the United States is going to be like Europe. So every village will create their own, you know, beer. Every town will have their own beer. Breweries. I, uh, I every think that's state, very uh, uh, astute. Yeah, I think we're almost there already, right? Oh, we've been there. Mm -hmm. And then, and then at the same time, you got the seasonal stuff going on. So uh, the consumer is getting educated, and they're looking for those different beers. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll drink stout in July, you know, whatever. But I definitely would enjoy it more in like um, October or something, sure, and uh, and that line because uh, beer is like food. Yep. And, you know, so if it's, uh, you like watermelon in the summertime, so you drink milder beers in the summer versus, you know, just like anything else. You know, soup is not popular in the summertime. So, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. So it's a lot of fun. I think a lot of people are having really a good time trying to explore, you know, different things. And I'm glad they're enjoying, uh, you know, Michigan beers. There's a ton of them out there, and they're going crazy again. I mean, you're talking about crazy. Outside is making all these beers that are called, um, you know, Orange Sickle, Blood Orange this. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, uh, you've got, um, the, the list just goes on and on, whether it's Shorts, whether it's Founders, whether it's Bells, whether it's Outside, whether it's, you know, uh, nowhere in particular. I mean, it's just, uh, the names are even hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> names and labels. Label. We, yeah. we talk about names and labels all the time because honestly it's uh, you know it's one of the ways that I pick out a beer is yeah. to look at the name and the label and then decide if I relate to that in some fashion or another and I think I think the craft beer makers they understand that too right there remember um, Blatto we uh, had a couple of shows actually where we were uh, talking about the labels on the cans and the bottles and then we did some checking into it and the, these beer companies these distributors are are uh, bringing on an artist for their whole line of beers. Because mm -hmm. right. remember when we were first. Right. I mean, Atwater at at is, is, is one. I mean, you you, you look at a label and know it's you an know it's an Atwater beer just by yeah. the art style, right. like right. their new labels. Yeah, like yeah. what they are doing. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I think they're having a lot of fun. Whether they're in Michigan or they're in mm -hmm. um, you know Colorado, California, and and the names are just crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, do you I, um. Uh, do you see any concern about uh, craft beer business kind of hitting saturation? There was an article in Cranes Detroit last month that talked about that. And then you have things like, you know, Founders getting purchased by San Miguel and Rochester Brewery was purchased by somebody in California. That was a marijuana group. A cannabis it? group? Cannabis group, right. Um, but, uh, you know, is... is is, is this going to eventually, this market going to mature so much that, you know, big dogs are going to eat the little dogs and 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 may, may, maybe that every brewery for every village doesn't last? The, the fun part, I, th I think right now a lot of people, and I'm speaking about, you know, for every village, there's a lot of uh, brew pubs that don't even uh, distribute. You know, yep. distribute or can. So they're already doing, doing that. And I, I think as far as when it comes to the big dogs, they're finally... Um, um, you know, whether it's the ABs or the SAB or, you know, mm -hmm. South Africa, you know, all these other conglomerates that are buying um, these small, you know, craft breweries. And, and it's happening, whether it's in the wine industry, any of that stuff. Good so point. they're realizing what we've been talking about for a long time. Like, for instance, if, if you go to Anheuser-Busch and you would say they have the money, Mm -hmm. They have the knowledge. They know how to make beer. Okay, so why aren't they making these beers? So finally, they realize, in my opinion, is that 
Why even bother? We'll just go and buy. We can buy we, it. We have enough money. We'll just buy it. As long as, in my opinion, I think the consumer is always worried about the fact that if it's, um, you know, the founders being bought by San Miguel or somebody. Big or corporate coming in and telling them how to do things. That's uh, yeah. the fear. And, and, and I think if I was the head of that corporation, I would not change a thing. Okay. The yeah. reason they are successful is because they're Good making point. a great product. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that you're not going to spend billions and billions of dollars you know, just to go ahead and change what Founders is making. Well, that doesn't make right. They don't sense. need to make San Miguel beer at, at the Founders Brewery. Uh, correct. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's a business decision, and it is. Um, uh, it's 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 one of those things. I think you know that they want to make a profit. They want to make their footprint. They want to be able. I'm hoping they like founders so much that they want to be able to put it all over the world. And actually, I they've been in some they, places. I think that's yeah. what they said. So actually, distribution, yeah. everything else. And, and you know what? The United States is big, so why not all over the world? Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's Bells all the way to Florida, all the way to, you know... You know, around around the country, maybe pretty soon around the world. I mean, Larry Bell started here, small guy, mm -hmm. and and God bless him. All I would say is that it's a Michigan company, very profitable. It's good as long as they're keeping business here. They're rock and rolling. They're making good beer. The minute they start making crappy beer, the consumer is going to turn on them. Yeah. You know, I think the consumer. <laughs> yeah, the consumers. Some consumers are feeling that they've been betrayed. And I, I don't like that, in my opinion. I think that they need this to give them a break and, and, and you know, give them a chance. Let them make their beer. Uh, let them continue on and let them create. Because these guys are really having a lot of fun, in my opinion. I think yeah. they're just crazy. Right. You know, maybe they're smelling way too much hops. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 you know so, but uh, the, the labels are fun. The beer yep. is good. Um, the quality continues to get better. And um, uh, I think... It's a good move on, on behalf of some of these big big conglomerates, as long as they don't mess with the system. Right. I mean, they get capital. They can do more with it. They can, you know, uh, yeah. you know expand yeah. their operations, make more beer. Yeah, and, and to go even further, I, I'll tell everybody this, and I'm in retail, and I'll tell all my wholesalers, suppliers, and anybody that's producing beer. If you're going to make beer today, you better be good, you better be competitive, and you better appeal to the customers. Because if you don't, you're going to get gobbled up, and you're just going to go way out of the way. Yeah. And I yeah. think there's a lot of talented people out there. Uh, they are listening to the consumer. Uh, there's some really fun beers out there. So again, just like Europe, they're making now it's it's going back around. You know, making the pilsners and the session session IPAs. So so you want a light IPA? You can have it. You want a heavy IPA? You can have it. You want just one beer? You can have it. So uh, I think it's a great time for a, a beer drinker. Uh, come for on. sure, bottoms up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottoms up. <laughs> great great time for beer <laughs> drinking. That's, that's right. Yeah. Can't argue there. No. Let's talk about the festival for a little bit. Um, so you're. What's the name of the fest? What's the name? Right up front. It's um, PH Beer Fest, so Port Huron Beer Festival. Um, it is um, uh, CVC is uh, the Citizens for Vibrant Community is the nonprofit that pulls the license, and um, Wolverine Market is the main sponsor. So we've been involved um, with this for this is our seventh year. And Seventh, yeah. So, nice. were you always a sponsor? Is it, is it, is uh, yeah. it how long the beer fest has been going on? Sure, yes. Yeah. And um, you know, we've been doing beer festivals for a long, long time. But my son came on the uh, scene, and some of the um, uh, employees over here and said, "Let's take it outside. Let's take it outside. Let's, we got a beautiful spot, uh, Kiefer Park. 
which a lot of people know where it is, but they don't know the name. It's right next to the municipal office in <laughs> oh, okay, downtown, right. you know, uh, Port Huron, and it is a beautiful spot on the water. So you could see the sailboats, it's the right big along ships, the you know, it's on River, the grass. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Just a beautiful, beautiful spot. The whole idea again is just to promote beer, promote the town, bring people to Port Huron, um, have a lot of fun. Uh, so Trina. Uh, which is the president of Citizens for Vibrant Community. She helped arrange all uh, this. Yep. Yes, and, and, and so uh, she does the music. Two o'clock high would be the band. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we will have food vendors, and uh, they're really good food vendors. We will have um, one of them is um, the um, uh, one is Italian, and of course, we have Jamaican. Um, uh, so Jamaican jerk. Yeah, yeah. and and, and that so place those, is fantastic. Uh, food, those, food trucks uh, or yeah, just the food trucks. Yeah, yep. food I trucks love there. that. They're they're really good. They're they're local. An upcoming and, show. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, that that is that part. But the beer scene is amazing. We'll have ninety percent Michigan, and then we'll also have. German, we'll have Belgian, we'll have sour beers, we'll have ciders, we'll have a little bit of wine, we'll have, it's just a lot of fun. And then some some years we actually have had um, spirits in there, you know, just some fun stuff too. Mm -hmm. And um, the age groups is up and down, you name it. It could be 70 years old or it could be just 21 years old. Um, we um, model But not after, much below that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, better, you better be a DD. <laughs> but, but we modeled after the Michigan Brewers Guild. You know, you, you come in, you got a ticket, you can buy the tickets at Wolverine Market here, you can buy it online, you can buy them at the door. Uh, it'll cost you five bucks more. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun because a lot of the reps will bring in trinkets. They'll bring in sometimes T-shirts, hmm. keychains, stickers. Um, swag. Know, hats, Love the you know, swag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, we'll save you some. How about that? Uh, or you can just be No, there. I think we're going to go. We'll be there. We're, we're going. We're going to go. It sounds good. All right. All right. How many brewers are you? Uh, we'll, we'll how have, many beers? We'll have 40 breweries, um, close to 200 beers. And wow. um, so, so there's there's a lot there. I I can tell you this. Okay, so thirty five dollars will get you fifteen tokens. Okay, if you run out of tokens, then you can go buy them for fifty cents. That's like a steal. That's a buy. All right, and bring your sleeping bag because you're not leaving. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. I but, can attest to that because I've went to Fred's many more beer Michigan yeah. Guild brewers. And when I saw $35 for 15 tokens, we were like, Not enough. This beer. is ridiculous. This little Dixie cup. Right. Buy about beer 10. It's like, <laughs> right? right. Wow. So, so, so don't you worry. And get rocked. We'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll have water. We'll have, um, we'll have pretzels. I always bring in some goodies to throw on, on the tables, whether it's uh, chips. You know, our better made uh, chips company, they, they'll donate Michigan. some stuff. Yes, yeah, another Michigan. Zipper Does knows. Wolverine exhibit? Um, do you do you have a, 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 a booth? No, no. Yeah. We, we our our booth is our entire beer festival. Right. So you yeah. know what what we bring into the beer fest. You know some of our competitors they feel that you know it's it's um, you know it's all our own thing, but the whole thing about the beer festival is when we put this show on we promote Michigan beer and the consumer can go buy it whatever they want. And we, we have no problem with that. Yeah, sure, people know that Wolverine Market is the one that's putting this, and we, we carry all the beers that we will feature there. And um, yes, 
you know, people okay. can buy it here. But, you know, I feel that we are doing everybody a favor. Right, because okay. you're doing the consumer. The consumer wants to know that if they like this beer, they have a place to go get it. Uh, sure. So, and yeah. and we have, we've had people come from Alaska. We have people come up from Marquette. We have people coming in from Monroe, Canada. They're coming in from all over the place. And we like them to come and see Port Huron. Mm-hmm. We like them to come and see what's going on down here, okay? We like them to come and learn about the beer because even though we don't bring in 10,000 people, I think the, the, the people that come to our beer festival, they love it because they're not out there. It's not a drunk fest. It's more educational. You get a chance to talk to the, uh, to the beer people. So we got people from Pounders coming. <coughs> we got people from Shorts coming. You can talk to the, uh, the, the guys from the beer companies. Our volunteers are very knowledgeable. They love beer. And uh, so they enjoy to talk about it and pour it. And it's just a fun time. You know, you're not waiting in line 20 minutes just to get a sample. And um, literally, I think you get a chance to talk to the people. You talk to the beer guys. Um, they're having a lot of fun. You can sit down. You can have something to eat. Enjoy the water. And um, you could leave and come back if you wanted to. Hmm. Uh, you could bring a designated driver. Um, the, um, the, the, the samples are all the same, even though if you have like a bourbon barrel, uh, say whether it's a KBS or CBS yeah. or, you know, uh, my son Nate will, I don't know, will probably sneak in a couple of things. It's like maybe some 10-year-old um, <laughs> um, 120 minute or 5-year-old, I don't know, but uh, we'll see. I don't, I don't know what he's got uh, under his sleeve, but it's always fun, yeah. you know, and, and the longer we, um, we're doing this event, you know, we're, we're trying to keep everybody that comes in there we're trying to give them something that, that we enjoy you know i i know that um i've heard one or two people say oh i didn't taste nothing you got nothing but ipas and, and i said no that's not that's not true okay because here's the list yeah. you want stouts we got it you want ciders we got it you want sour beers we got it you want peanut butter chocolate beer we got it you you name it we have it everybody will be happy and um you know it's it's, it's fine you know it's, it's it's just there's no limit i mean you know one till six that's five hours of of tasting and, and walking around and those are the fun. hours of the festival mm-hmm. one to six yeah. one till six on on saturday september 28th and um you know it's real mellow real nice the people that come to this they're really a lot of fun they they just have a blast uh, so um, they walk around and and you know just just um, enjoying enjoying the weather and we have tents so it rains or not we don't care you know the weather is always shine, nice yep. yeah, yeah. Well, end of September is perfect time in Michigan it, it is beautiful <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's especially up by the lake oh it, it is beautiful so you, you know. probably do get a fair amount of Canadians uh, we do um, actually we'll be getting busloads of Canadians coming in yeah. and they are on the beer scene they're making some cool stuff and um, they were ahead uh, of the curve uh, the, the, you know, we talk about the, the, the early beers when, when when we were you know not even Bre- 21 Brodeur Bre- 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 was something that we to... only had Stroh's and Bud at like four you know, or whatever and Bredore was like six five or something. <laughs> you know we get um, people from Toronto to come and buy Michigan beer yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they come from Sarnia they come from Toronto yeah. they'll come from uh, you know uh, other places um, in, in Canada but excuse me the beer scene in 
Canada is getting really crazy. They got some creative young people right now, and um, we will get samples. Well, they were known for their yeah. beer drinking even more so than yeah. you sure. know uh, but, U.S. citizens. But but they're enjoying the uh, craft beer right now, yeah. so they are now jumping in on the bandwagon and they're they're creating some really cool stuff. We do get. I mean, we we are lucky enough that our customers will bring us some samples of some different hmm. stuff, and we are lucky enough to try some of this um, really amazing. Whether it's from you know Vermont or whether it's California, whether it's, you know, so we have a lot of um, customers that will come in and bring us some goodies once in a while. And um, that's the true beer drinkers. And we love to share. We love to taste. We love to listen to people. And um, we, you know, we're always exploring new ideas and yeah. fun ideas. And yeah. For those that don't know where Port Huron is, because we do have listeners kind of all over, um, uh, it's just a bridge ride away from Sarnia, Canada. So, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's why I mentioned the Canadian, one hour the international from, flavor. Yeah, one hour from Detroit, you know, one hour from everywhere. You know, one hour from <laughs> London, one hour from Paris, whatever. Yeah, it just it depends on where you're flying. One hour from Plano, one yeah. hour from Fred. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. You can find us. Come on down. Yeah, I mean, you know, just it's a, it's a fun place. We, we, we like the sample. We like the taste. We like... To listen, we actually uh, um, uh, learn a lot from our customers, and our customers are very educated. And uh, some are not, but you know it's okay. We'll be happy to help them out. So that's what we are here for. That's what we are here for. So, you know, um, it's great, great. Yeah, and and always love to taste and sample. So we we can do that. We can do that any day, any day. And that's the fun part, right? Well, we're, right. we're sampling uh, some right now. <laughs> that's why we do this. We live for this. <laughs> that's a boring job, isn't it? <laughs> How many beers did we taste so far? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we're up to about, about 70. 70. <laughs> yeah. Not today, though. Well, no, 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 not today. Not right now. So, but I think it's why we keep podcasting. Yeah. Yes. Are there yeah. some websites uh, off the top of your head? PHBeerFest. PHBeerFest.com. Yeah. They can go to... Um, uh, yeah, that, w- that would be... I mean, Wolverine Market, yeah. uh, Port Huron. Yeah. Uh, is it on the CVC uh, website? Uh, yeah, well? it is on CVC. Uh, and they work closely with the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, yeah, I was kind of, are they part of that or whatever? C- CVC is a, uh, a member of Chambers of Commerce. We are a member of uh, Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, Port Huron uh, Chamber. We do a lot with them, and um, they're also promoting it. And um, For how busy your store is, I kind of get the feeling that you're sort of a poho institution. Um, I, you know, like, uh, like, yeah, pe- yeah, pe- yeah. People know Wolverine Market. Right? Oh, they, they do. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, we we build that reputation. It, it is a destination uh, for people to come. And um, again, I've been, you know, this is about thirty years right now. So uh, doing this, and um, we're all about uh, promoting, bringing in new things. Uh, it, 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 even though people will probably shop somewhere else, but if they want something unique. That is always, you know, the thing that they always come into Port Huron. Uh, well, rains, yeah. I also want to make kind of one other clarification. We've used the term party store a couple times. Party store is uniquely Michigan. That is definitely when you true, say party yeah. store, and yeah. if you're in Arizona, they're thinking where you go buy paper hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they 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 really don't know what a party store is. Some people in Ohio know what a party store is. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that group, no, there are no party stores in Illinois. 
You know, there's right. liquor stores. True. There's yeah. no party stores and beer stores yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah. It's it, it, it very different. The they, East Coast called a package store. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you get your package liquor yeah. there. Yeah, different, so different definitions. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, you, you're right. The party store, even though um, you know, it's always been called Wolverine Market. Um, it goes way, way back. Um, I understand that. Um, I don't know, maybe back in the 1800s. No, that's I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> but but it's been around. Uh, I know I have some history going back to the 50s. And before that, I understand that it used to be like a market, so produce and mm. things like that. And uh, so it's, it has um, it has changed along the years and, and has seen many different things. So we, what Wolverine Market does is, um, you know, if we have specialty beers, we have all kinds of specialty beers. You're looking for some liquor from Slovakia or Middle East or China or... Well, I'll tell you, know, you I, I, I'm a vodka fan and we did a show on vodka. You have Beluga. Okay, oh, and okay. you are the only place that I have seen in the states that has a belu- has beluga vodka. I, I usually buy it when, uh, if I'm coming back internationally, and I can find the the leader in the duty free. Yeah, okay. But I can't find it anywhere else. Okay, I'll be Very walking good. out of here with a fifth okay, of beluga. fantastic. So we, we we like to say that um, uh, again, you know, when when they want something unique, they want they can't find anywhere they will come in and 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 you know i i have a lot of knowledge uh my brother has a store in marysville wolverines also uh, a nice store and then you know again my son basically grew up um you know on my lap uh, doing shots of vodka just kidding you know and, <laughs> but probably doing shots of something else. it doesn't matter <laughs> there you go but uh just a little taste and uh so yeah it's um uh, a lot of fun even though my phone is ringing and we didn't get the checklist <laughs> yeah so uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how much knowledge, you know, over the years. And, you know, I personally... Well, uh, but part of that is because of people like you, right? You, you, you make you sure you the, educate. So the, the consumer's getting more knowledgeable, but we're not knowledgeable unless, you know, you know there, are, there are places that I go to in, um, in the Detroit area where I know that folks have, you know, good beer and good knowledge, whether it's... Sure. Yeah, and 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 we, we like to have fun with yes. that, and and yeah. and it's very important. And I always say, you know, no matter how much you know, okay, the consumer's always going to come in and they're going to surprise you. I have no problem, you know, learning from from our customers, and um, I think uh, that is one way to find out. You know, they have probably more time than I do. You know, saying, hey, you know, Andy, I, I found this stuff, or you know, whatever. Okay, let me let me check it out with with technology yeah. today and the internet and everything else is just um, amazing. Yeah. But um, Michigan, speaking of Michigan, and you guys are going to have your hands full oh. and, mm-hmm. and, and going back, you know, you're tasting beer, but you do know, and, and I'm not sure if you got into this yet, the spirit side of Michigan and that all the different liquors. It is growing rapidly. Yes. Yes. So, so that, that um, you know. That last week's episode was on Michigan spirits, on and we did, we, we did, did a little Michigan taste test of vodkas. Okay, all right, um, yeah. yeah, and uh, so we're probably gonna do like a whiskey next, pro- pro- maybe, well, or yeah, or something. bourbon or yeah. you know, whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'll, you'll have your hands full, and um, we'll be more than happy to <laughs> sit down with you guys have and, you, and help you out. Uh, the, the place that yeah. I frequent most near, near, near me, um, he actually works with the big distilleries to create his own special blends of things like you know, Jefferson or. Okay. You know, 1792. Have you ever thought about getting into that? Where I guess you only have to commit to a barrel, sure. and, and then you get to have your own sort of you know label on it. I can tell you, back probably 20 years ago, where we teamed up with Jim Beam and we had our own 
um, right. Knob Creek barrel, huh. and we had our own label on it, yeah. and and they bottled it, and we had a huge, um, you know, display and, and intro. Uh, of course, we have done. Um, we do a lot of wine tastings. We've done single malt scotch tastings. We've done other tastings. So it's it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's it's amazing, um, you know, the the, the type yeah. of following that you will have. But um, uh, you are right, though. Uh, I mean, you can have. It's, it's just the sky's the limit. It's yeah. really unique. It's yeah. it's just a crazy market, and the laws have changed, and so uh, definitely it's making it easier to bring more things to the market. Yeah, and, 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 and that's good for the consumer. The, the consumer should be very, very happy. And I think they're almost like, uh, you know. They're, well, at 9.9, we get happier all the time. <laughs> <laughs> any other uh, questions or any other comments? Uh, oh, just um, other than uh, come and check out the beer festival. That's, you know, uh, you're going to have a blast. Let's run it down okay. one more time. Yeah. The name, the date, the place. One more time. It's going to be Port Huron Beer Festival. So it is Saturday, September 28th, Kiefer Park, 1 to 6, and we're going to have a blast. I always say you walk in, but we'll crawl out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you. We'll help you. Well, uh, that might be a show title right yeah, there. Walk in, be. crawl out. All right. Well, All right. this was yeah. awesome, Andy. Thank you so much, Andy. Yeah. All right. Bottoms yeah. up. Bottoms up. up. Okay. Because, baby. Cause baby